0: And a very special episode of Swings and Mishes here on this Monday, February the 11th, as we say farewell uh, to uh, an old friend, JT Real Muto, who joins us exclusively on the Swings and Mishes podcast. Uh, JT, thank you so much for spending some time. I can only imagine what the last few days must have been like for you trying to get everything figured out and where you're going. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Really appreciate it. What's it been like? What's the last few days been like for you? Tell us.
1: Oh, man, it's been pretty hectic. You know, really, the last couple of months have been pretty crazy. But uh, as far as the last week goes, um, just my wife and I uh, packed up basically last Sunday. because uh, we, we were ready to head to spring training. You know, usually we would leave February 1st, just try to get out in the sun and get acclimated with things. But we didn't really know where we were going. So we, we packed the whole house up and then just kind of sat there for a few days. Uh, waiting to find out whether we were driving to Jupiter or driving somewhere else or driving to Arizona. So uh, once we got the call um, and finally found out where we were going, it was a bit of a relief just to finally kind of take a breath and know where we're going to be for the season.
0: Yeah, and, and I know that the last few months have has got to be, over the course of your career, probably the most intense, strange. I don't even know how to describe it because basically since the season ended, we have been inundated with so many different rumors and so many different uh, teams and possibilities. And you really were the focal point of the entire winter with all of the rumors. So I know kind of what was going on, but for the most part, tell people just like how engaged you were, whether you were you know checking your phone or hearing from different people, because I I can only imagine what it must've been like for you and your family hearing, okay, we're going here or we're going here or we're staying or we're going. I mean, what was that like?
1: Yeah, you know, it was definitely different for me. Um, I always envisioned kind of being that centerpiece or being so important in an offseason would be something awesome, you know. But, golly, I've never been so tired of hearing my own name in in my life, you know. I was just (laughs) ready for people to stop talking about it, and the the rumors just stopped swirling. And I would get a text almost every other day from one of my friends or one of my family members saying, hey, I heard you're going here, I heard you're doing this, I heard, you know. And I'm like, man, guys, I have no idea what's going on. Uh, until I get a phone call, I'm playing for Miami. So, all those rumors, you know, they're just rumors until something actually happens. So, it was definitely different, and and it was just crazy the experience of of my name being thrown out there every other day with the new team. It was it was pretty hectic.
0: Yeah, and and I know that it ended up being the Phillies, and and we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, inevitably. You and uh, and your agent Jeff Berry made the decision, really last year, that it would probably be best to try and find another location as you play in your prime and play out your rookie contract. You stayed with the Marlins, and then you played out this past year. Uh, you started a family with your wife. You had a baby. Uh, you you made the All Star team, and then uh, you know it kind of got to the point where the same thing kind of happened again, where it was like, hey. Maybe it's best that we move on. Um, I know you had a lot of great times as, as a Marlin, but it just kind of felt like, JT, there, there came a point where a career change was needed. And is that more or less kind of what happened and how you were feeling about it?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, there was a lot of misconception in the media as far as how I felt. Um, and, and the reality of it was, is I wasn't unhappy at all with anything in Miami. You know, I love the organization. I love my teammates, love the coaching staff. Everybody was wonderful to my family and me, you know, they, they treated my wife great the whole time. Um, they always treated me with respect, respect. They took me in when I was 18 years old, you know, and kind of brought me through the system. So I have nothing but love for Miami. It just came It came to a point to where uh, when you're playing this game, I mean, especially for me, I'm playing this game for one reason, and that's, that's for a chance to win a World Series. And that's really all my focus is, and that's what my goals are in this game. And, you um, not that Miami can never win a world series or, or but you know, it's, it's tough when you're in a rebuild or a, a build as they call it. Um, it's, it's hard to go out there and compete every day when you know, you know, you're walking out there a little less equipped than the other teams are, you know? So, um, for me, it was just, it was just a point to where I was I'm ready to compete. And in, in my opinion, I'm in my prime and you never know how long your prime lasts in baseball. So, um, it was just, time for me to move on. And and that was really the only thing to it was a chance to compete and walk into spring training, knowing, you know, we might, I mean, who knows what's going to happen this year? We might not make the playoffs. We might go to the world series. You never know, but it's just walking in with that intent. Like, Hey, we think we're just as good as anybody. And and that's a good feeling. And it gives you something to play for all season.
0: Now, now, JT last year, when you you played out the season with the Marlins, as I mentioned, you, you accomplished a lot of good things. Uh, the one thing that I get asked a lot that I don't think that I've ever asked you this is that was it tough seeing your good friend, your former roommate Christian Yelich, go on to Milwaukee and and win the MVP? I know you rooted for him, but was that a hard part of this process? Seeing him, seeing uh, Ozuna compete almost to get into the uh, postseason, to see uh, Giancarlo competing in the postseason, was that part of it? Did that was that a factor at all for this kind of seeing how that played out?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's definitely it's it's tough. Obviously, I'm rooting for them. I mean, Those are my teammates. I love those guys. Um, but it's just tough to, to watch them kind of get that chance to go in and out and play play in the postseason. Like you said, Yelly won an MVP, just kind of getting a chance to, to start over. And, and sometimes in this game, you just need a restart and, and a refresher. And um, that can that can boost your career and boost your experience. And um, it was definitely a little tough for me to, to sit back and watch those guys go out and, and play in the postseason. But, of course, I mean, I was super happy for them, and they deserve every minute of it.
0: JT, you got the call on Thursday and you ended up getting traded uh, to the Philadelphia Phillies. I know that it seems as though this is a really good spot for you to play in. You're playing for a team that's going to be competing for the postseason. What were the emotions like for you and your family when you found out it was Philadelphia? And what has happened since then?
1: Uh, we were really excited, you know. Um, like you know, like you guys know, the rumors were swirling all off season. I
0: do, Philadelphia. Yes.
1: <laughs> God, yeah, Philadelphia hadn't exactly been heard of in a little while, you know. So, um, they're kind of that team that snuck up and surprised everybody in the end. So, I wasn't really thinking about them, you know, the last month or so of the off season until about two days before the trade happened, and then I started thinking about that city and and that fan base and, and the team they had, you know, and I started to get really excited about it. So, starting about Monday or Tuesday, I was, I was kind of hoping it ended up being Philly, you know, just because um, there's a lot of great things about that organization. So it's something I'm definitely looking forward to.
0: Okay. A couple more, JT, before you go. I know that uh, you, you've already reported to Clearwater. There's you know some pictures floating around with you wearing a Phillies hat. I know that'll be painful for some Marlins fans, that's for sure. Uh, when you got the call, who, who did you speak to from the Phillies and who have you spoken to since? And I, And what was your first day like? putting on any kind of a different uniform outside of the Marlins.
1: Uh, so, so first I talked to Matt Fintech and then uh, Gabe called me about five minutes after that, um, had good conversations with both of them. Um, and then after I talked to Gabe, honestly, he passed my number. to so I guess everybody in the organization, because I got a text from at least 50 Phillies employees, just um, welcoming me to the team and telling me how excited they were. So um, that was pretty, pretty, cool experience just to, to feel that energy and feel welcomed by the team and then I am um, oh, sorry what was the second part of the question you asked uh,
0: was was putting on an, uh, the Phillies uniform was that strange at all today or yesterday I'm not sure when you
1: did it, the it first time. yes yes it was definitely different for me I mean I've, I've gone through a couple Marlins uniforms now I missed the third one by one year but um, <laughs> this is the first time putting on a completely new uniform and it was definitely different from for me walking in and all that red and blue, but um, it's something that I'll definitely get used to, and man, I'm excited about wearing that uniform this year.
0: Okay, last one, last one for you, uh, and I and I know that this is you know kind of the hardest part for this, but I guess from a, a Marlins perspective, uh, you're leaving uh, to go to Philadelphia. Certainly, we'll get a chance to see you several times at Marlins Park throughout the uh, spring and then the summer as well. Uh, what will you take away from your career as being part of the Marlins and and is there a message at all from you uh, as you walk out and enter this new journey in your career in Philadelphia?
1: Yeah. You know, I actually haven't really got to put a message out there because uh, I'm not very active on social media, but um, I definitely just want to thank the whole Marlins organization, man, for everything they did for me. Um, I know things didn't end quite how we wanted to, but I really do have a, a lot of gratitude for gratitude towards everybody in that organization and, like I mentioned earlier, how they treated me and my family, um, all my teammates that I had, there were wonderful. I mean, I've built relationships with teammates and, and coaches that I'll have for the rest of my life, you know? So um, I'll definitely look look back with fond memories of, of, of my time with the Marlins.
0: Well, congratulations again on the trade. Congratulations on a fantasy football championship. It's been a, bi- a great year for the Real Muto family for sure. Uh, th- thank you again, Thanks. I look forward to seeing you visit Marlins Park this year. I think that I I see that there is one game. Philadelphia does go on the road to South Florida here on the schedule. So hopefully I'll catch up with you. Thank you so much again. Congratulations on everything. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me.